Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 311. Larry here, and as you can see, this is going to be a solo episode. Uh, Anthony's on assignment, so um, figured why not? I, I, I like I like to, t- I mean, Anthony does as well, don't get me wrong, but I like to take these moments uh, to kind of bring into me, bring into my life, my world, kind of make it a little bit more personal as well. Of course, gaming related. And these episodes usually are shorter episodes, but of course you can tell because before you watch, you'll get the length of the episode beforehand. Um, Like we've said in the past, uh, 2023 is going to be, we're looking for it to be a big year for us here at the Retro Gamers Podcast. Again, we have a lot planned uh, for later on in the year as we get closer to those. Of course, we'll give you more insight, but we always, myself and Anthony, always want to thank you, the listeners, you, the viewers on YouTube. Um, Obviously, without you guys and gals, we wouldn't be doing this. We wouldn't be here. And I have an absolute blast doing this. You know, you know my history of podcasting uh, with prior shows and maybe future shows. Who knows? Um, and of course, I get a blast. Uh, I get to do this every week with one of my best friends. So why wouldn't this be a joy? Uh, but again, thank you and continue to be on the lookout with us. And please like, share, subscribe on YouTube. Give that thumbs up. All right. Everywhere you listen, please share the podcast. Let your friends know, let your family know uh, that we exist. The Retro Gamers Podcast exists. So I'm going to get right into it now. Uh, again, had a this week, like I said, I want to showcase some things that I've picked up recently. But in doing so, it's going to showcase others because some of this stuff is actually from Etsy. Uh, I, I wasn't, not up until a couple years ago, maybe right you know, it's weird. In this world that we live in nowadays, everything's judged now based on like pre or post pandemic. So I want to say I was I wasn't an Etsy user pre pandemic. Uh, clearly post pandemic. Uh, now, I've really started using them for various different projects, uh, some of which I have here, some I've shown in the past, but I'm still gonna give some shout outs. Uh, but before I get into Etsy part, um, I want to talk about, because I uh, first time in a few weeks, maybe even a few months, uh, I got to Game On. Uh, game On Patch Hog. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm enjoying my Patch Hog. I got to get to Smithtown, though. Smithtown, Game On Smithtown has their um, import section, their Japanese section has been off the hook. So I got to get over there. Because there's some really good shooters from Japan uh, that never made their way over here. I'm hoping Jay stocks up. Uh, but Rob over at uh, Patchog went, uh, said hello. I was in the need of new controllers uh, for my PlayStation. PlayStation 1 and 2. Because I forgot uh, until recently, I had like a third-party controller, which in itself is not a problem. But uh, it was more of a PS2 controller. And those don't really work. I mean, they work on the PS1, but... Like maybe like 99%, uh, something to do with the analog. I forgot. It's been forever. So I figured, you know what? Let me just, let me go first party. You know, with PlayStation, their controllers are top notch. So I went first party. So I picked up a couple controllers, one for the PlayStation uh, original, one for the PlayStation 2. So 
So I got those. That's all set. And of course, I saw some uh, couple games that I wanted to pick up or came across. So I'm just going to mention them right now. Uh, this one here, an arcade uh, game for the Master System. I love going real old school. I am still on a quest. And trust me, I know. I could just go to the internet and buy it. But I'm trying to find a good game at a good price. Get myself an SG-1000 game or a Mark III, as they've been called. Uh, but for the Master System, I picked up Thunderblade. Uh, this game, uh, it's like a combination. Let's see if we can get that in there. Get that zoom cameraman, zoom. So you can see it's it's a bit of a top-down. But also it's going to have, I don't know if it shows it on the back. Yeah, it does kind of that picture there. It's going to have some like that that pseudo 3D like Afterburner or, or Space Harrier maybe more uh, view, which I'm not a fan of too much. I'm not a fan of Space Harrier. I'm not saying it's a bad game. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not a fan of Space Harrier with that forward motion, um, which, you know, Afterburner kind of was. Um, in a weird way, I know like Star Fox is, but I enjoyed Star Fox, so I guess there's always exceptions to the rules. Uh, even one of the cotton games, I forgot which one. It was the one on Genesis, I think, was like that with that that forward moving. But Thunderblade has different levels in it that, like, some are that, uh, you know, pseudo 3D moving forward, and some are just straight top down um, shoot 'em up. So had to pick that up. So got that. Um, a game here that is a um, reproduction, which is fine by me. Uh, originally it was Japanese, Japanese only, but this is the English translated version, a game called Dangerous Seed, Dangerous Seed for the Genesis, or I guess technically the, uh, the, uh, the Mega Drive. Uh, this is a straight up shoot 'em up. Let me see if I can get that into screen. As you can see, I played a little bit of it, little bit of it at Game On and I fell in love with it quickly. So, uh, Dangerous Seed, definitely check that one out. And then a game that I wasn't even looking for, but I was in the PlayStation section, and uh, I bought this purely on recommendation by the gentleman who works at the uh, the Patchock store, Rob. So this is all you, and I played the first level, and my gosh, I fell in love with this game. I don't know why I didn't come across it. its original go-around. On the PlayStation 1, Project, where is it? There it is, Project Overkill. Project Overkill. There's there's the back of it. If you're a little unfamiliar, oh, you're gonna get a double vision of it because <laughs> of the glare. Um, you know, this is kind of like that isometric uh, kind of two and a half D or whatever uh, view, and it just plays smoothly. It almost it almost plays like a twin gun, but not really. Um, I guess the way I'm using the controller felt like a kind of a twin gun, but it's not. Um, you know, kind of akin to like Smash TV or or uh, games like that. But Project Overkill, I am very happy. I listened uh, to the geniuses at Game On, true geniuses. So very cool. So those are the three games that are new to my collection. Oh, something else to show, which I just thought of now. It's not on my list, but I'll mention it anyway. As of right now, and I don't know when they're running to and. To be fair, I'm not even sure when it started. Um, but McDonald's. McDonald's currently has, in their Happy Meal toys, 
Super Mario Brothers movie uh, toys, the Happy Meal. There is, I believe, eight in total. I have four. And if you're curious, you know, if you're a little worrisome, oh, I don't want to be eating so much McDonald's to try and buy the toys or find the toys, you can ask for the toys separately and buy them on their own. You do not need to get a burger or anything like that. So I have four currently out of the eight. Now, I, I didn't open them yet. I kind of don't want to open them right now. So let's see if I can do this uh, through the bag. Now that I'm looking at it, I don't think I'm going to be able to, but I'm going to try. Uh, Donkey Kong. We got a shot of Donkey Kong, right? Oh, very cool with the barrel. Oh, he does something. What do you do with the barrel? I guess his arm moves. Oh, so each of them have like this action. Yeah, his arm kind of swings. So, you know what? I'm not reselling these. I'm not buying them as an investment. So what am I doing? That's right, folks. It's an unboxing. Uh, there he goes. He swings his arm. <laughs> it's a little mechanism in the back that uh, makes him swing his arm. So uh, there you go. DK, Donkey Kong. I, I love how he looks, uh, how he's going to look in the movie. Uh, Seth Rogen right there. Uh, then we got a, oh, that's what it is. That's right. A spinning Lumily. Lumily. Those are from, um, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure this is from uh, Galaxy, uh, Super, Mario, Super Mario Galaxy. So there he goes. Spinning Lumily. All right, let's get him back around. There he is. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Then I got, luckily, I came across the two Mario figures. The first one, or one of. Uh, oh, that's how it rolls. Okay. Um, uh, Super Mario Kart Mario. <laughs> there he is. Super Mario Kart Mario. Uh, the wheels, here's what's weird. I, I guess it's just how they did it. The wheels don't turn, but there's a little ball on the bottom that does. That I guess will let it slide around or whatever. I don't know, but uh, that's I like that. And there he is, folks. There's our Mario. Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. And then I got the other Mario, which to me is more iconic. This is the one that I enjoy more. And he doesn't. Does he do anything special? Nope. I think he just. Yep. Him in the pipe. Just press down, boing, and he comes out. That's all he does. <laughs> so I don't think there's any. No, there's no other hidden tricks with it. Uh, so I do like this Mario in the warp pipe. So I got four. I need four more. I think there's a uh, obviously a Luigi, a princess, a toad, and a Bowser. So um, my quest continues. And I haven't bought McDonald's toys in a long, long time. Probably not since like Pokemon. Because remember for a while they were putting out Pokemon. Not Pokemon. Beanie Babies. College was rough. <laughs> All right, let's get into things. Etsy. Folks, if you're looking for anything, and I mean anything at all, go to Etsy. It is most likely going to be there. Uh, the amount of stuff that the ideas that people come up with, the print. And don't get me wrong, a ton of it is basically just 3D prints. I mean, if you have a 3D printer at home, you'd be able to do a lot of this stuff. I do not. Uh, so I have no problem 
reaching out to those who do. Uh, between 3D printers and just high-def laser printers. Um, you know, that's pretty much how it goes. So the first one I want to show off is from, and I'll put links, we're going to put links in the description uh, for everything. And folks, remember, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram at RetroGamersPodcast, at Twitter at RetroGamersPod, on Facebook and YouTube at RetroGamersPodcast. Definitely check us out everywhere. Again, please subscribe, thumbs up, likes, whatever the platform might be. Um, we want to get that algorithm going, so we really appreciate it. So first one up is going to be, uh, I picked up uh, my Holy Grail. My Holy Grail, no, I don't know what my new Holy Grail is now. Because this was, for the longest time, uh, the game I was looking for. Um, which I'm just trying to make a little bit more presentable. Shining Force 3 on Saturn. And when I finally got a Saturn, no, I'd gotten this before I got a Saturn, to be honest. It came, it showed up like this. No manual, which was fine. You know, it had the back, but uh, disc, and it works. I tried it, but no manual. So I'm like, well, I need a manual just to have. So I searched, and Etsy came up, and this was one of the first, not the, but one of the first purchases I made. Uh, TS Games and Repairs. TS Games and Repairs. Um, prints up manuals. Um, you know, since then... A lot, you know, you're going to find, like, when you look for the one thing, there's going to be a bunch of people that do the same thing. So, but with this one, it was TS Games and Repairs, and printed up a Sega Saturn Shining Force 3 manual. The back and, and the inside, I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous print on the inside. Um, high def uh, printing. So, you know, no bleeding or anything on the inside. Uh, but this is great. And then, take that. Slid it right. Whoop, whoop. Let me try that again. And when I put it into the case, why can't I do this? There we go. When I put it into the Saturn case, it's seamless. Boom. There we go. A completed version, right? <laughs> uh, to me. And that's, well, again, I'm not reselling these. Maybe. So very cool. TS Games and Repairs. Later on, I had purchased a game called Android Assault, The Revenge of Baryarm, also uh, on Sega CD. Now, this one came with the cover, but it was missing the, the back art, um, you know, the, the back of the case. So again, I go to Etsy, and thanks to Game Case Guy, all one word, Game Case Guy, um, he has a system where he breaks it down. You can buy just the the... The, um, the instruction booklet, the back art, I think even like almost to the side art, um, to like a whole case. Um, look, this is not an original back card, I guess you want to call it. This is reprinted, and it's, I mean, and the side it goes with it. There we go. Gorgeous printing. I, if I would just saw this by itself, I would not have known that it was reprinted. Honestly, I would not know that this was reprinted. That's how good it is. And again, it's it's for my collection. You know what I mean? So very happy with this. And again, it looks like now a full game. I mean, this one actually even came with the uh, with the foam. 
And this game goes for a lot of money, to be honest with you. This version didn't because it was missing the back art. But, you know, this was a, a doozy. So even now, and now that I discovered this, and, you know, how Facebook works and everything, when you start talking about something, everybody's listening. Everything is listening. So now I'm starting to get, like, ads popping up for just the empty shelves. Just the empty shelves for these type of games for Sega CD and uh, Saturn. So now what's going to stop me from buying, let's say, a game like Android Assault, which is especially now we're not even talking sealed. Forget about it. But let's say an unsealed version of this that's in pristine condition is going to be a ton of money where now I, I personally won't have a problem just buying the CD and then between probably then at that point just buying the cd game buying an empty shell and then purchasing the print separately it's got to be dirt cheap compared to an original copy so uh but i'm very happy with those and that's as far as reprints and i tr <laughs> i tried looking for like a system like that to reprint like ps1 um artwork the back and the front not even talking about an instruction book but at least just the front I could slide into a jewel case. I haven't come across that yet, and only I want it because I have way too many of those games. Um, something else I want to show recently that I picked up. I'm going to show a couple. I'm just going to randomly grab a couple. Uh, Bitter Kitten Gaming. And I want to give a big, big shout-out to Bitter Kitten Gaming. Actually, you know what? I have to pick out the two specific ones because all the other ones I don't have in front of me. Bear with me a moment. Um... I came across Bitter Kitten Gaming when I was looking for mounts, wall mounts. So I'd recently, um, and I, most of you have probably seen the photos on our uh, social media, I'd recently wall mounted my Xbox Series X, my PS4 Pro, and my Switch for no other reason than just to kind of get them up in the air and get some more room going uh, on my entertainment center. Because my TV's not mounted on the wall. Shockingly enough, I hate mounting TVs on the wall. Because I'm always trying to get behind the TV to plug or unplug a new system or something like that. But I put those three systems on the wall so they're, they're out of the way. Frees up a little more room. But I thought to myself, oh, I'd be kind of cool if I can mount the mini systems. Um, because if for no other reason, just more of like a like decorative purpose, really. So... I came across Bitter Kitten Gaming, and I purchased one, two, three, four, five wall mounts. Now, I'm going to show you the two here for the Genesis. Genesi? Uh, I bought a wall mount for the NES Classic, the SNES Classic, the PS1 Classic, and the two Genesis, the Genesis Mini 1 and Mini 2. Um, I haven't had a chance to hang them on the wall yet. I will. But I got to say, the, here, for example, this is... The, the piece for the Genesis 1 Mini. High quality 3D printing. This is high quality. This is sturdy. And once this is on the wall, I can just slide the Mini right in. Waboom! Done. Just like that. And that's going to look gorgeous on the wall. Now, yes, I could position it if I wanted to do it maybe sideways. Uh, I mean, I'd be a little apprehensive a little bit. Make sure, because if it's not level, this bad boy's coming out. But if I had it normally like that, you know, some people I've seen pictures, 
of people hooking it up straight while they're still on the wall. Just have a um, uh, a wireless controller, and then hook up the um, the uh, the HDMI and the uh, the mini uh, UBS power, the micro UBS power. Uh, but for me, I'm gonna have no problem mounting this on the wall. If I want to play it, I'll just slide it off. I mean, it goes in and out of the the slide very easily. And again, it, it it's it's just kind of wall art. If to me, you know, gaming is an art, and this is gonna be wall art. Um, this is for the Genesis Two that just came out, the Mini Two. So it's just gonna slide, boom, slide right in. I like this one because it's a little more thicker, but. Uh, done there. If I want to play it, I'll just slide it right out. Good to go. And what I really, and one of the reasons why I really want to give Bitter Kitten Gaming a shout out uh, is because as far as contact, she's been, her customer service has been off the page. has been phenomenal. Uh, I went back and forth with her a couple times asking about you know, like a Turbo Graphics, maybe, um, which she responded fairly, you know, just saying, hey, look, you know, I don't have a Turbo Graphics Mini, so I don't have the dimensions for it. Uh, hopefully in the future, she will. Um, but also, when I ordered, I didn't realize it, and this is totally my fault. Um, I thought she had a Famicom Mini um, 3D wall mount. So I ordered it. And I, I forgot what came about it, but just something happened where i think she just messaged me saying hey look you know i'm getting ready to ship this or whatever or uh, oh no i think i asked her a question about something else she has on her page uh because there's some other like single cart wall mounts i'm looking to purchase because i got some signed nes cards i want to put them on the wall um so i was talking about something and it came up where i was like oh you know the the famicom mini um uh, wall mount and then she goes no no it's not a famicom mini it's a super famicom mini I was like, oh, wait a minute. I don't have a Super Famicom. And I like, she, now I don't know where she was, but it seemed like she was literally at the post office. And she's like, she goes, hey, look, you know, you know, if, if you order that by accident, you know, no big deal. Just let me know. And she had enough. Maybe she wasn't at the post office. But at basically the very last minute, she was able to adjust my order, which I greatly appreciate. Uh, you know, got the refund appropriately. Um, and, um, it was just just her customer service is awesome. So big shout out to Bitter Kitten Gaming on Etsy. You know, if you're looking for any 3D printed wall mounts or just controller stands or anything, check her out. Uh, and finally, two other big shout outs uh, from early on in my purchases. I don't have them in front of me right now, but Mad Sunshine Creations and Rose Colored Gaming. Uh, those two, um, I purchased multiple um, between the two of them controller stands like i have my at my couch uh to the left of my couch i have my grandfather's old um uh coffee table it's a wooden coffee table uh it's gotta be i don't know how old it is i mean it was my grandfather's so um so i inherited it um basically and it's my kind of it's like my controller um my controller area like all my controllers are there or at least the wireless ones for all the systems. So between Mad Sunshine Creations and Rose Color Gaming, I purchased various controller stands, uh, whether they were 3D printed or acrylic. Um, all came out beautiful. Uh, stands for Game & Watches, both 
like the new Super Mario Brothers and Zelda Game and Watches, and even the my original, not my original, but purchased an original uh, Mario Cement Factory um, Game and Watch, and it was a stand that they printed for that. So um, big shout out to them, uh, and really everyone on Etsy because there's a lot of genius ideas there that is just wild and crazy. Um, and that's really about it. Like I, I just wanted to show off a couple things that I purchased and some ideas that I'm doing. Uh, once the minis go up on the wall, you know, I'll definitely uh, show it on uh, social media. I will not have a wall mount for the A500 mini, which I still haven't tried yet. I got to hook it up. I will. Don't worry. Uh, but, um, you know, still kind of getting all that in order. Uh, right now, you know, things I'm looking forward to, um, I, there's a, and it's a rumor. And I, the rumor's coming from 8-Bit Mod, so I don't know how good the rumor is, but looks like they might be playing around with an idea of a, uh, a Memcard Pro for the Dreamcast. And I've talked about my Memcard Pro for the PS1. I mean, all it is is a memory card. Don't get me wrong. It's a memory card that takes an SD card, so you have like a gajillion slots. Uh, for those of you who go heavy into modding with the PlayStation, I know these... Uh, Memcard Pros, they like sync up with a lot of the um, like the, the optical drive replacements that you uh, wacky people do. Um, but I don't know. It's weird. Like, And I was talking about this with Rob uh, over at um, uh, the Patchogue Game On. Even though it's a simple memory card, for some reason, it got me back into PS1 games. And I have the GameCube version on order, the Memcard Pro GameCube, which will work on the Wii. And I'm looking forward to that because I feel like that's going to get me back into GameCube games. And if this VMU is real from, from 8-Bit Mod, I'm stoked for it. And I even saw them say on Twitter that they're working on a PS2 memory card. So I'm, it's so stupid. I know it sounds stupid that why are you all of a sudden playing game systems just because you can save? I don't know. It just does. And it is. And I'm happy. <laughs> so... That's really the extent of that. Um, other than that, it's just me. I've been talking enough, so I'm going to let all you fine uh, ladies and gents go. Remember, search us everywhere. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find the Retro Gamers. Uh, find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Search Retro Gamers Podcast. On YouTube, we're there. We're dropping episodes. Again, please like, share, comment, email us. Email at the Retro Gamers Podcast. We do want to hear from you. We love hearing from you. We interact with some of you, and it's fun. We want to interact with everyone. We want to make this very, very um, fan-friendly, and I think it already is. Uh, Anthony will be back next week. And um, with that, folks, we'll catch you everywhere next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast. <laughs>